We don't have any place for that. And skateboarding's actually been like fight for years. I feel like they've been having this fight to just like against like Hollywood and mm-hmm. just like people trying to make it a competition and try to like inject themselves into the culture and change it and make it something that it's not. Yeah, you know, I feel like the main argument <clears throat> for anyone who's making that petition was that they didn't want skateboarding to become a franchise or like they didn't want it to become a business where like you can have sponsored like there are skate companies that sponsor skaters but yeah. you don't have skaters sponsored by like people like Nike or Adidas mm-hmm. or something like that but they the thought process is that once they do that it's no longer going to be like the free you know type of um, open minded sport it is going to fall under like different type of business criteria and stuff yeah cause I mean Nike does sponsor skaters now but even even the skaters that they do sponsored like get heavy flack for just being like sellouts. sellouts and just for like Nike itself gets hella flack, but it's like you still find people wearing Nikes, you know. Mm-hmm. So I want to respond, but I'm not sure if we're recording. We are. And with that being said, <laughs> welcome to the Buffer Report. A couple young black urban professionals talking about skating culture right now. Um we actually have a guest with us today. Um, what's your last name? Rivera. We got our guest Rivera. Um, his first name is actually very similar to my first name, so we're gonna just go by Rivera. We can call him Rav or some shit like that. Please don't do that. But uh, don't, don't let him give you no nicknames. Awful. <laughs> oh man. You know what, Perry? Um, he says that. It's your boy Rob, Devil's sweet. Advocate. Your boy Kev, the Wild Card, and your boy Perry. Look at his neck when he says the that. voice of reason. <laughs> Oh my god. And uh talking about why Olympic sports should or should not include skateboarding, as you heard from some of the conversation. Um and what else? And what else? Mm. <laughs> why you gotta do that? Our <laughs> pockets is empty. You gotta tell people we got empty pockets. And we might actually touch on the how to get successful, what does success mean? Well we have to because you brought it up. Well shit, I know what she was trying to refer to. Nice. She just say things, man. You know I can't take hints, man. Subtlety is not my strong point. Let's let's work on that. We can work we on that. We have the technology. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we can work on that. Cool. I mean, you don't believe in a little little foreplay before you get in? Like, was this just straight into the work? We're still talking about stuff? No, yeah, we, we don't talk about skating. It was just a little joke. Man, mm-hmm. foreplay, that's a whole nother discussion. No, not, not one for this show. We're not doing it that. is not for this show. We're not going in on that. We got too many female or, listeners. Or for not shows, nothing. Do you really? Well, yeah, I mean, our girlfriends slash wives oh, listen okay. to this. And yeah, we're not going to do that. That's understandable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't yeah. be putting nobody's shit on blast. Totally good. Yeah. All one of my wives. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey man, polygamy, yo, if you're for it, <laughs> hey, I got nothing, I got nothing against it, man. I made everything else legal, so why, why else? I'm fighting, I'm fighting for you, man. I'm what? Fighting for you. And that was a message from our sponsors. <laughs> so, anyway, about the, the skating thing, right? Yeah. You you mentioned um, culture in that discussion. <laughs> Did I mention culture? Mention culture. Mention culture and losing the culture. Mm, okay. Or, or the culture being bastardized in some form. Please, please, okay. please, please, please. That sounds oddly specific to words. Please, please speak. Ollie, okay. It does. It does indeed. Please speak to this thing called culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, culture. Why you put the culture? Culture. Culture. There's so many spikes on this man. <laughs> oh yeah, very much. <laughs> You peeking hard, man. Nah, <laughs> oof, probably. Nah, but what you looking oh, for? What you, what you want me to say? They try to take our shit. They just constantly. McDonald's no, no, is constantly I, I, trying I to take our shit. I want to hear because be because McDonald's does that b boy jam, man. I know you was against that jam. I'm like, bro, it's fine. That, like, nah, this is corny. Bro. How weren't you against that jam? 
Well, the thing with breaking has got an opposite problem where, like, I mean, can somebody come and show us love and look at what we're doing here? Yeah, I mean. But you don't want the love. To be fair, I'm going to just say this real quick because this has been on my mind a long time about breaking. It is very respectable, but it is a niche. And yes, it was one of the original pillars of hip hop. However, it has since evolved, and that one segment of it has since been niche. It's a niche. Wait, but how is it a niche? Did like, you watch? No, no, we're gonna start first. Did you watch the links I sent? Not oh, yet. Man. You did not. Okay, not so yet. we're gonna table this discussion until you watch the links. Nah. You gotta come inform. You know what? You know what? Can't play so, yeah, Perry, now after I watch this video. One hour later. Boy, you know. What do you have to say? This man turned the thing off like, yo, I'm gonna watch this video real quick. I'm like, bro, it's an hour long. Tripping on that bullshit. He's like, all right, word. No, for real though. So, tell me though, tell me what am I not getting about breaking them? Because I'm not even trying to knock it, but is it not niche? I mean, you can make that argument for everything, though. Like, dance is niche, technically. Yeah, but there's mainstream dance. There's, like, the dance that you can, like, go to a dance school to learn. And then there's... All that applies to breaking. I mean, you've seen movies about it. Step Up. You Got Served. It was breaking and stomped the yard. I'm not saying those are good movies, but you see it. It's the, the, What's the show with uh, Jabba Walkies and all them? Like, it's definitely... America's Best... But was that hard? Was that solely dedicated to breaking? Or was that do- dedicated to hip hop dance? Most of those dances were breaking. Most of it was breaking. I mean, hip hop dance and breaking are not. Uh, I wasn't ready for this. Look, come on, Perry. Come on, Perry. Hip hop dance is very nebulous. Basically, any dance movements that you can that you do over like rap beats can be considered hip hop dance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So breaking is like a much more focused and refined like discipline of dance, mm-hmm. but the elements of breaking can and have been pulled out and applied to virtually every. So what is what what do you hear when you style? hear niche or you hear something is underground and how does that not apply to breaking? I, when you say breaking is niche, when you say no, no 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 not when I say it. What do you hear when I say it's niche? I, when when you say it, I hear. Uh, uh, <clears throat> That it's like this small thing that not a lot of people care about. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? I want to hear what you what the word niche means if somebody else were to say it. It would mean that it's niche, man. I don't know what the root definition. I ain't got the Webster on deck for that. But it means it's, it's, it's not. It sounds like you take it as a condescending tone for me, and I'm not trying to condescend the art form that it is. I have much respect for it, but I'm saying that there is compared to other dances within the hip hop community. It's not the biggest. There are no other, like, quote, dances in the hip-hop community. Because it's too amorphous. It, it evolves too much. And it's not so really... breaking is the only hip-hop dance? No, I'm saying that... What's, the, what's another one? What's another hip-hop dance style? Pop and locking. I mean, okay, so Boogaloo. That's hip-hop? Because it didn't originate in hip-hop? It. Or, like, it's a form of it. Elements of it are yes. I mean, I can't do a whole dance history on you, so like, I'm not even gonna try to act like I can. But okay, well, okay. I'm so but so you know that dance is more like, you know, like that was like a lot of different styles. I guess what not, I'm saying not, not is like it's not for, mainstream. Yes, there are people that do it. There could be millions of people that do it. There probably are, but I'm saying it's not mainstream in the greater sphere of things. That's my only point. I'm not trying to be little. I'm so, not trying to say it's this little thing that two people in a corner are doing. I got you. I I'm got just you. saying it's not mainstream. Like that's. Inherent. But I got you, but then what is? Are we saying the name is, is mainstream? mainstream? What happened? Are we saying the name is mainstream? Uh, kinda. 
Okay, so <laughs> I mean, like, so the I'm not saying that's like the not. pinnacle of it. What so happened? the windmill is not. The flare is not. I mean, pop blocking is not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying like that. I get what you're saying, and I know you ain't trying to be disingenuous or nothing like that. But I'm just saying that breaking is not as small as or niche as you think it is because it's it's too. I'm not saying it's small, but um, like I'm just saying it's not mainstream. Like for example. When you even got well, going, I got you. Nah, I mean, yeah, you might not be saying it's small, but when you use the word niche, that means it's just pretty much targeting a small uh, audience. Like, there's this, like a small group of people that this is actually for or targeting. It's not mainstream, though. What's, what's a better word for it than if you don't like niche? Because, I mean, it's not mainstream. That's what I'm saying. It's really not mainstream. Mainstream as far as participation or... Uh, no, uh, no. Yeah, the A word for that. The A word. Awareness. Acknowledgement? Awareness? Well, yeah, I was like, what the fuck is an A-word? Yeah. Ass? Are you saying it's not mainstream <laughs> as far as awareness or as participation? Because you can say the same for every single style of dance. And I don't mean, like, if you just bust Nene out a couple times, that's not a style of dance, it's a move. <sighs> Let me put yeah, it this way. way. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. <sighs> All right. If you were to ask anybody on the street, my man on the street theory, hey, do you know of ballet? Do you know where you could go to find ballet? Do you know what ballet looks like? Yeah. Is ballet still relevant? Yeah. If you ask them the same questions about breaking, they'd be like, uh, I think so. Some dude in the 1970s spinning on a cardboard box. To some extent, they would be true. To some extent, they would be false. But as far as the accurate information that they were able to give when describing ballet, they would not be able to give that same accurate information about breaking. You well, know a ballet riddle. studio? Yeah, I don't know nothing, but that's better with bad luck. But you can anyway. find I can find a breaking studio. I know where those are. I'll put it like this. You'll be more... It's easier to come across a place where they do ballet. They teach ballet at, like, Chelsea Piers. They teach it everywhere on the Upper West Side. Like, you can find it. That's the thing. If you go to any dance studio that is not, like, you know... You can find a The avant-garde studio. dances. Like, mm-hmm. you can... Not avant-garde, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, ballet, stuff like that. More technical, traditional dances. You can find people who will teach you breaking. Like... A lot of people who, who, that's how a lot of these guys make money. Okay, how can I teach? What is the state of, well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, or even if you don't find people who are teaching it, it's like you can go to any dance studio and just within the open slot of just having people do whatever, like you'll probably see, you'll probably end up catching You'll see hip hop. Let me ask you this. What is the current state of breaking then? How would you describe it? I would say it's fairly healthy. No, 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 but what what is, okay, okay, let me put it this way. As far as awareness is concerned, not just aware, as far as a well awareness and exposure, where is it? Uh, it's a little overexposed, I think, because uh, it's it's a lot of what these guys talking about with skating, where it happens to breaking already. I was joking earlier, but it, it kind of happened where you got a lot of attention from big corporations who uh, came in and kind of exploited it a little bit and brought it to the mainstream in kind of an unhealthy way. So a lot of people know about it. A lot of people try it out. A lot of people will take a class here and there, but. The cultural part of it isn't like as you know strong as it should be for as as what widespread is the, as it is. What is the culture of breaking? Um, I would say it's probably the same as any other like style of dance. Like breaking is not a series of moves; it's a, it's a discipline of dance, just like ballet is. You know, it's like you have to learn everything about ballet, and there's a way that ballet people do things that you know sw- uh, swing dancers don't, for instance. You know what I mean? Like breaking is like that. It's an entire discipline. It's not like... And this discipline is overexposed right now. It's, over, it's overexposed, overcommercialized. Yeah, a little bit, unfortunately. But How so? Movies, mostly. Movies. Yeah, no, yeah, mostly movies. Bad movies. Who gets hurt? 
What is the what is the damage? Uh, actually, I'm gonna let you guys speak to that because I think your answer is gonna be very similar to Mal. But Mal would be talking about skating and like uh. Well, who gets damaged from like the like if the like, Olympic if skating gets into the Olympics, who who's hurt by that? Who's hurt? Yes. What happens if skating becomes an Olympic sport? Well, then you make it more of this sort of. I mean, you lose the sort of elements that skateboarding was even you know created on mostly, and it wasn't created to sort of be this competition, this sort of just like cutthroat, just like you know, in order to survive or make a check or whatever, you know, I'm gonna go skate. You know, it becomes more of a job and more of a just like the passion might not be there. You're gonna lose your passion. You're gonna lose your love for something that started as simple as just you know, you know, having fun, being around with your friends. And Isn't just, that when you turn anything into a business? You risk doing that. Well, it depends on what um, what you do. Like once you turn it into a business, because say like for skating, if it was if it were to go into well, it is going to the Olympics now in twenty twenty, but it's like skating started off as a culture where you know free minded individuals who you know they don't want stress, they don't they don't like you know to emphasize those type those type of aspects of already a highly worked up culture. So now they're trying to bring something in that's like peaceful, chill, where a community can build and we can just like, you know, have fun, skate around, you know, create and learn new tricks and stuff like that. It's like when a little kid first picks up like a game controller and he becomes a gamer, like he's not doing it because, you know, he plans to, oh, I'm going to make a check out of this, I'm going to be a, I don't know, a YouTuber or a Twitch streamer or something like that. He does it because he thinks it's fun, you know, it's something How can you not do that once it becomes a business? It just depends on what you do once it is a business. Because if you, if you begin doing this trade and you monetize it for reasons that are like, I want this to be my profession and I want to, you know, make big bucks out of it and you're forcing yourself into it every day instead of like, you know, casually riding into it. Because like, if you open a fashion store and, you know, your passion was designing clothes but then someone who's been in the industry like comes up and takes your you know your startup and puts it into their big company and then you have a boss and if you if you're a skater and you go into an, this big corporation like Nike or Adidas who they'll sponsor you they're going to tell you you have to wear this you have to use this type of deck you have to use these type of wheels it's like what's the point i want to be free but now i got these people telling me i can't yeah. Okay, let's... Well, go ahead, Kevin. Well, I'll, that's what I was going to speak to. I was going to say those are the people that are hurt by it. The skaters themselves just because they lose their individualism. And anyone who wants to get into skating because now they have this false knowledge that this is what skating is about. Skating is about just, you know, hurrying up, rushing, getting good to skate in competitions, get sponsored by Nike and make, like, you know, 20 racks for a competition or something like that. You know, it, it, no long, it just becomes a sport. Now, I would say... You can look at... Uh, what's happening with um, Brooklyn and hip and New York in general? Like our community in New York is responding very badly to the the over like corporate. I don't know what the corporate that word for that would be, but like you know, corporatization. Yes, that of of New York City and how you know a lot of <clears throat> big businesses and big money is coming here uh, on the strength of New York's art scene, right, and the culture, so to speak. And simultaneously, they're wiping that out. You know what I mean? And these people are moving to like Portland or you know Boston, whatever. You know That's I mean? a lot of stuff to speak on, so I don't want to get into the weeds on that because I feel like we're gonna get too far off topic. But I will say back to the skater analogy or back to the breaking analogy. If these guys over here are going professional with it and doing it in the Olympics, how does that hurt this guy over here who's just doing it for fun? 
because it's it's sort of in in a way you're sort of I don't want to say you're forced to you know because I don't think that if skateboarding were to become an Olympic sport that doesn't stop anybody from still going to a skate park and doing what they want to do to have fun it's not that you lose access to it is that if the culture will start to change it won't be like overnight probably but yeah. I can tell you when, when, when that dance show ABDC came out like there's always people trying to learn breaking right that show came out now there's more people trying to learn breaking and they're coming at it different you know they have different goals they have different conceptions of what this dance looks like and what it is and how are they hurting you well, how, where are people getting hurt well I would say just based off that is because I'm, I'm sure that they're coming into it thinking like they're probably not trying to learn the actual basics or they're trying to not they're not going through the same way that the real people who built up the culture went through you know they're trying to do it in a way that's just like yeah it could be their own way but they're doing it in a way that's more commercial more like they're not giving because frankly a lot of these guys saw these moves at least the ones I taught they saw the moves they're like yo man can you teach me this one thing that I saw in the show and I don't really care about the rest of the stuff I'm trying to get girls or whatever and it's like what's wrong with teaching them that one thing I mean, it's nothing. That is, it's not that it's wrong. It's just that we're losing a little bit here. Because if that's the majority of people who's learning and trying to pick this thing up, then it's like I said, now our culture is, is changed and probably yeah. gone. In which case, you won't get much support from anybody if you know they're looking at the culture that's just like demolished by these people that are just posers, so to speak. There, there's a, there's a huge disconnect here because it seems like you guys are saying that outside. I'll wait. That's disrespectful. You can't wait on the air. You can't. Yeah, I mean, we can be silent and wait to... I know, right? Yeah, this rude-ass siren. Let's talk over it. No, bro. You better be saving a life, because I promise you, this fat-ass probably trying to get donuts. Damn. That's definitely a firefighter, not a cop. Yo, I will say this, though. Fun fact. I will I will tell a fun story while we wait for this. Uh, my brother, um, you know, he's a lawyer and shit like that. He went on, He used to work for the DA's office. He went on a, uh, a ride-along with the cops, and they were at a spot, and one of the cops had to take a shit, so they left. And then, like, ten minutes later, they came back to the same spot. Somebody got shot. Somebody got shot over this dude. Over a cop. Having so he can't drop deuces? Somebody got shot because you couldn't hold your damn guts for ten minutes. You got to go. You got to go. He can't drop deuces? <laughs> now, if you was there ten minutes ago, that man probably would not have got shot. Cops, they have a reactionary job. You know that. <laughs> That's so, a whole nother. All right, all so right. he's there. This guy. The ambulance is gone. The ambulance is gone. So back to the culture, though. So okay, the disconnect. How is it that these people over here can fuck up your way of life? I find that very difficult. Like, I mean, I know we don't all live in. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We don't all live in a bubble. But to some extent, it's like okay, if you guys have a strong foundation over here, if you guys are doing what you're supposed to do, you guys should be able to fight off whatever kind of changes to your culture may come. Not if, not if your culture's. Changing dramatically, like as in like going to the Olympics, that's a that's a huge thing to fight off. I'm just trying to figure out like what what what, what is this that's getting changed? Because I mean, like if you ride your skateboard, you go hang out with your boys. What's getting changed now? Oh man, we used to hang out and you know smoke weed, or we used to have beers and stuff over. But I'm just kidding. I know all smoke skaters don't smoke weed. I'm just I'm being stupid. No, no, no. That, it, but like you know what I'm saying? Like how does that change your way of life once these people start doing their he, shit over here? All right, I don't understand that. Here's something that could be like a small, like it might seem like a small change, but you do this enough, then it's gonna be like, well, now what do we do? So, let's say like if you want to go to play basketball indoors, right? Most likely you're gonna go to like a facility. They're gonna charge you for that, right? Like or you can go to the park, like boys and girls club, or gym yeah, or like yeah, or YMCA, yeah. or even Chelsea Piers. You go inside there, like they're gonna charge you okay. to, to play basketball. All right, I'm going Chelsea Piers. I'm playing right? basketball, shooting hoops. Most, a good old time. Most 
most skate parks are free, right? At least if they're built by the parks as well, right? Actually, I've never known of a free skate park. I mean, I'm, I know that might be different in New York. Rob, I'm telling you right now, if it's, built, if it's built by the park, it's free. The only way it's the only way you're paying for it is if someone out of their own their own pocket came out, bought this warehouse or bought this location, owns the property, built up. I'm a just park. telling you how it was back where I was from. But yeah. okay, if New York, most parks are free. Most parks are free. Fair enough. I get. All right, most parks are free. Cool. All right, so now you those all right. Parks Department can easily start charging people admission to go skate in those parks. Because more people want to do it. Just because it's become... Yeah, it's become... More people want to do it. It's become more popular. Now you got more people in these skate parks trying to, you know, just trying to skate. And now they see not only a money opportunity, but they also see a way to just, like, you know... And the people who now... The people who had the time and the wherewithal to make this their life effort, they... What they can't afford to go no more. And the only people in the skate park... It's people that don't know how to skate or don't really care for the culture or nothing, but they got the money to be here. Yeah. You know in, I mean? in which case, you might be like, okay, well, then go skate in the street, which is what most skaters do, like street skating. But it's like you have to – that's also something where if you get caught by cops, you're going to get a ticket or you might get locked up. Like there's there's no way of honestly doing it without spending money if, you know, you start charging for parks and stuff like that. Pretty much you're, you're running – your pockets running low. So that's a dramatic change that can happen if this becomes such a big thing where it's just like, you, you know – I can, I know for breaking right. <clears throat> Once like uh, I think I want to say around like two thousand eight nine ish or something like that, you had a lot of big sponsors coming in and sponsoring uh, jams and stuff right. Like most jams, like four digits, like low four digits. Like you probably get two racks for a two on two, you know, maybe five for whatever. Like not a lot of money. And I remember Common Loop came in with like a fifty thousand dollar like sponsorship thing <clears throat> for a big event I think in Boston right. After that, at least from what I noticed, after that you got a lot of like these big yearly jams and all these crews who had like they you know they would, like a crew is like a family unit, right? Mm-hmm. All these crews started like splintering up and like you know picking the best people out of the crews or whatever so they can like game it and win, hmm. and like it made it so like you know the little guys who just want to come and rock out the jam like you not there's no way you about to do well. And a lot of times at these events, the ciphers aren't even a thing. Like, remember that McDonald's jam? There was yeah. no ciphers. It was a stage and, like, like, it was like you had seating and a stage, and all that was on display was the battles. Like, the ciphers a big part of the B-Boy jam, and that was lost. And it's being lost when you got these massive events that are in these big stadiums and coliseums that only people that can break are the ones who are on the stage. You know what I mean? And they might be sponsored there to be there or whatever. Yeah. And it sounds like only the good breakers are able to break and not the bad ones. Skaters, I can see how money uh, you can get in there. But it sounds like if they're breaking at that point, they still have to be somewhat good to be able to compete. Absolutely. They're like The skill is a big part of it. That's what and I'm it breaking. seems like if you don't have skills, some could argue that, well, now we weed out the people who ain't about that shit. Yeah, but, and, right. That uh, could be a strong-ass argument to be made. Right, right. But see, I can't argue about Kevin's because I don't know the inner working in that, but just outside looking in, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what we're breaking? What happened? You know what we're breaking? No, I'm saying go ahead, please. Okay. Please, please. I can't do that with Kevin. So, so I'm saying, well, please. Well, breaking, the good thing is that the jam culture is so strong that you have a lot of smaller jams. And like with Red Bull, for instance, they, they have their big qualifiers every single year, and the qualifiers are international. So you got to win, like, some small joint to get to the Red Bull qualifier. You got to win, get your name out there, get good, then you get the Red Bull qualifier in that region, win, then you get the one for, you know... Like how most competitions are. Yeah, right? So it's still... It's not like, you know, Nike's coming in here doing stuff like that. Like, it's not like we're in the Olympics where it's totally removed from the culture yet. But I'm just saying, 
once this big money got in here in any capacity, it shifted a little bit. Things changed. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like a, it's like I think we're on a slippery slope type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Skating, I think, might be worse though, because it's different for you guys. You know? In what sense? Like, while while you do got your Red Bulls and stuff like that that will do stuff for skating, like competitive stuff or whatever, it's like. That's kind of all breaking's got. You know what I mean? Skating's already fairly big. You know what I mean? Like, as far as, you know, it's on ESPN and all that stuff, right? You got X Games and all that stuff, right? Yeah. It's already kind of like a, a pretty big deal that has, like, these these dudes coming in just checking it out. Yeah. Aside from not affording to get into the park, though, which is a huge, huge barrier of entry, where are the other... Which also oh. affects breaking because you got to pay more to get into the gym. Just saying. Just so, suspect it. You uh Okay, so okay. it turned out. But okay, so like for skate companies, they're companies that like help make skate attire, you know, skate um skate equipment, right? So they make like the decks, the trucks, the bearings, like that's all the stuff that's just on the bottom of the board and then the actual decks. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. No, I know how skateboards. I'm just I'm just I'm just hoping you're just making sure. Bases. Okay. So what you want to call it? Then there are the companies that actually produce these. Like, a popular company is called Spitfire. Like, they have a bunch of stuff, and they're like a big company that produces skate equipment. So when you have these companies that are skate-oriented, that they're just focused on the aspect of, you know, helping skaters, giving them the best equipment, stuff like that, if you, once you introduce skating into the commercial era, like, into the commercial field, once you put it... Um, against people like, you know, other companies like Nike, Adidas. I keep those the only ones I really know, so that's why I keep referencing. But it's like once you put them and you, ha- and you take those companies and compare them, you're going to start seeing that, you know, Nike's going to start producing these, like, type of equipment that might be, you know, either higher grade, low grade, doesn't matter. And then Adidas will do the same thing. And then and you're saying they won't be able to compete? I'm saying, yeah, these companies that help build, you know, the community, help build that culture of skating, they're either going to have competition from the bigger corporations that are more well-known, and then they're either going to be A, bought out by these corporations, or B, they're going to go bankrupt. And it's like, once you start, you're going to start seeing, you know, these companies that used to be really popular, now you're going to start seeing Nike produce bearings and decks and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that's a Nike set for par bearings. Yeah, it's like, and I'm not saying that's, that's the equipment though. I mean, like, if the equipment is subpar, then yeah, you have an issue. But if they're producing better stuff, then I mean, I feel like that's evolution. Now you're right. If they create some like bullshit and like now your board's breaking all the time, yeah, that's an issue. But if they're creating some fucking so if it's flying, better, it's fine. If it's better, it's fine. Yes. If it's better, if Nike's coming out here and they like, yo, we producing some and other it shit. It costs more too. Costs more. It's gonna have to cost. It's, it's Nike's name. Well, well, if Nike can mass produce it, but but see, is it? But then that then that also plays into sort of like the price thing, where it's just like, okay, well now Nike made it better and they're charging two hundred for skate sneakers. Now that's, that's gonna another, be, that's gonna be the new norm. But it's I feel like, like another thing though too, like if Nike is producing all this shit and it's selling at two hundred, Spitfire should be able to do a great job selling it at the same price. Spitfire ain't got the same production like. It might. Well, here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing. If the quality is there, they'll be good. That's that's just how it works. I mean, like, if Nike's selling this subpar product for twice as much, then, I mean, 
you know, time will tell. But like I said, if yeah. the, if the quality improves and once Nike starts selling this shit for this much and then this other company comes in there, they're going to undercut Nike and say, okay, we're going to give you a better product for half the price. So, I mean, at some but point... You know where that like, breaks down is when, if it's big enough and you got enough, quote, posers coming in, they don't know about Spitfire, or, you know, Spitfire, Spitfire, my fault. So they're going to they're gonna buy the Nike by default because they know Nike. You know what I'm saying? So, all so what sudden, happened to all the other people that was buying Spitfire? They gonna just buy Nike now? No, no, no it's like, not. It's more of them. You know what I mean? It's so more. So Spitfire them. can't survive off of what it had before. Now it's gonna. They lose don't. People. They don't have they the don't marketing have pool to reach people who don't know about skate. We talking about new buyers. I'm talking about their own fan base who know about this shit. How they gonna go under if they still got their core fan base? Well, because the, I mean, that core fan base is not gonna be enough to pull. Like, there's so many new people. I'm sure there are more new people that outweigh the people that have already been doing it for years. You know, what I will like, say at the end of the day, if Spitfire can't compete or if they can't produce a more quality product, then whoever produces the most quality product should survive. Okay, no, no, no. But it's not saying that that the one company is gonna produce better than the other. It's that. Once new people come in, like, when you come in and you think of basketball and you're like, okay, I want to play basketball, what's, like, the first thing you want to buy? Spalding, Spalding, yeah. Probably Spalding. Okay, so you you have the ball now. You have the thing that you're going to be using. Now, what are you going to want to buy after that? Some shorts. Exactly. So, which brand of shoes? Might get some J's. Okay, you're going to get the shoes. So, where's the problem, though? I guess, like, in this, like, brand loyalty, like, this is somewhat arbitrary. Because it's, like, (laughs) at the end of the day, like... How is this going to... Like I said, it goes back to the quality. If the quality is there, how does this affect what you're doing? Because I, I can fucking... If I can hoop, I can ball in a fucking Spalding. I can ball with a fucking Whitney's okay, ball no, no, or whatever. But that's I can be- still fuck you up on the court. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, but that's because you have... You've been you know raised up in, in that type where you've been playing that for a while. That's okay. But then you got these little kids coming in and they want to start playing basketball. They're going to do the and same... And dunk on their little asses. No. Okay, we're not all bullies here. That's no. Nah. Damn. If you, you come know. in the boxing okay, okay, gym no, no, and you no, no, can't no, no, fight no. and you think it, oh, oh man, I'm so You can't learn man. though. You yeah, can't exactly. Learn, but if you want to step learn about you beating his ass, that's od. <laughs> I'm saying I'm just applying this to something I like. Like if somebody comes in a boxing gym and they think that oh man, I'm the shit. I saw Floyd Mayweather fight. I'm I'm a fight like him. Okay, that's not what I'm saying though. Wait, actually, let's go with that. Let's go. So 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 boxing because that's the one thing that you got right. I do. I got it too. So be careful. Saying, I, no, but so let's say let's go boxing. I ain't trying to. I ain't look, trying to fight look, this dude. No, look, look. Let's say let's say you came in right. Okay. A bunch of you came in on some like MMA stuff to the okay. boxing gym, right? Yeah. We got. I mean, beyond beyond fighting, you got like boxing as a culture, right? Mm-hmm. A culture to it, culture. right? Culture. Boxing has culture. a spectacles <laughs> on you right now. Culture. Boxing has a culture to it, right? And it has it has its norms and its customs. If you come in here and and you doing this MMA stuff and there's more of you, to be it, fair, my boxing I, gym does MMA too, and they do wrestling. So okay, but gym. if they start saying that they're an MMA class or a, a boxing class and all they doing is MMA, that's not dope. You ain't talking about boxing no more. You talking about MMA now. I mean, at the end of the day, can you fight or can you not fight? But okay, you, but, but you okay. get my point. Though. An MMA fighter can beat a boxer's ass because like just take you to the ground. That's it. Once, once one culture becomes bigger than the original, the original is just going to die out because more people are going to go to this new source. 
they're going to look at it and be like, oh, that's what it is, when it's really not what it is. Yeah. It's what, it's a copy. It's carbon. I mean, it's that's casually real. America, though, man. So, I mean, like, I don't see how stopping it anywhere. The only way you stop it is you invest in your own shit and you make sure you're stronger than whoever comes in there. I mean, so no, you invest, in, you invest in the original brands that have been there from day one that know their shit and that make the good shit that aren't heavenly commercial right the only problem is the only ones that's gonna do that is people who know about them and those mm-hmm. are people who are already holding the culture down i guess i'm just saying like at the end of the day like when there is, is something be it boxing be it skating be it whatever if you're good at that shit you're good at that shit like people can bastardize it all they want people can corrupt it all they want at the end of the day like hip-hop for example team backpack those dudes can spit you cannot take that away from them at the end of the day floyd mayweather can fight at the end of the day tony hawk can skate it don't matter what they do with all this shit. At the end of the day, you can either do it or you can't do that shit. The way you talking about but skill. Yeah, we, we talking about the coach. The culture. Coach. I feel you culture. with the culture, but if you but good at some shit, I mean, you are the culture. Whoever's the best creates the culture. No, really? No, no. So why is Rakim not headlining tours right now? Because Rakim got surpassed. Who's better than Rakim? Lupe. We ain't doing that. And where is he at? Shout out to Lupe Fiasco. Shout out to Lupe. That's the only rapper I've listened, that I've listened to. He's nice. That's like dope. And, yeah. Okay, really. so yeah, yeah. Okay, Lupe then. Because I firmly do believe Lupe is the best rapper to ever do it. I don't care. Fight me. <laughs> so, okay. Hey, that's a challenge to fight Perry, man. He's throwing it up online. Y'all can, y'all can, uh, can spar with Perry. Absolutely. Period. Knock on the door right now. Absolutely. going to be here. Doom, doom, doom. Like, what te- up, dog? Technically speaking, like, the way, like, as we just talking about rapping, he's the best to do it. Like, just rapping. I ain't sound songwriting or he music. He's the best to do it. He got the accolades, but he ain't got the money, and that's his fault. So, yeah. Okay. That's his fault that he ain't got the money for it to show for it. It's but he has fault. the credentials. It's all his fault. It's part marketing, man. Because, I mean, like, here's the Bro, thing. Nobody cares about Lupe's rap skills outside of people who like rap. If you know hip hop, you know Lip, you know Lupe. I know rap. plenty of heads who do not care about Lupe. Well then, so so be it then. That's like, their prerogative. Real heads, and that's the majority though. You're saying the majority of people who care about hip hop don't care about Lupe Fiasco. That's weird. You just said the same thing. You ain't got enough money. Why well, ain't got enough money? Because people ain't buying us. Whoa, money, money and notoriety are two different things. Not in hip hop. It equals and rap. It equals the same thing. The more famous you are, the more money you probably got. I mean... Why are you talking about another man's money? Why are we talking about another man's money? I'm just Damn. saying. I'm but just no, saying. seriously, though. Back to, the, back to the point, though. If you have the skills, though, you should be able to use that to your advantage. If you're not using your skills to the advantage on influencing your culture or whatever's important to you, you're doing something wrong. I disagree. Yeah, I mean, because you could be skillful, but not... There's nothing you can do about... If, Flo- if Floyd Mayweather's the best boxer and everybody's like, I don't like the way Floyd fight... Nigga got all the championships. What you gonna tell him? So, fight him. Wait, wait. Fight him if you got a problem wait, with him. Boxing is going to the Olympics, right? Or it's, it's, already, it's, already, it's no, already in the Olympics. The thing about boxing is they made it so that professional fighters can fight in the Olympics, even though like only two showed up. Right? But so you pretty much saying like Floyd should be the one that's just like, nah, we good. We don't want boxing in the Olympics. No, I'm saying that like at the end of the day, like Floyd is boxing. You know what I mean? He retired now, so I guess we can't really speak to Floyd. So now somebody else has to achieve that crown. But the way that these kind of things work is, like, you can't bastardize some shit where if you can't do it, you don't have a say. Like, if you're the best fighter, you know what I'm saying? You get you a good promoter, and your promoter will get you to fight everybody else, and you'll be able to be the best fighter. Yeah, but your skill is, is not—maybe in boxing, that's how it works, but in a lot of other stuff, your skill is great, but it's not what's going to keep you relevant and keep your culture strong. Just one or two guys being very skilled. You're not business savvy. You're not business savvy. Gotta so, get your business savvy up. 
That's the point, though. Skateboarding isn't a... It's business. Yeah, it's not a... It wasn't supposed to be a business. It's not. But uh, it's like, if you're... Here's the thing. If you want to protect anything... Make it a business. To some extent. Yes, actually. You have to figure out how to monetize and how to control it. Because if you're just sitting here and saying, okay, just by doing it, just by being a participant, I should be able to control this stuff, but you don't have any economic investment in it, then yes, you're setting yourself up for failure. And that's and that's where, and that's where you already got one. What happened? So I really am mad at that. I really am mad at that. I feel yeah, like... No, but in, term, ahead, in terms ahead, of skating, that's where you kind of already... Like, as soon as you said try to control it, that's already where you fucked up. Because skateboarding... But that goes bad. back to, I mean, like... I mean, okay, you can't skate in the skate park now, so... I mean, yeah, that's fucked up. I can't really think of an alternative <laughs> to that. So, yeah, that's, that's a pretty fucked up thing. Yeah, I can't lie. But anything else where they're not closing off the access point to it and you can still do it, and just because it's, like... Yeah, but you gotta have... You gotta have power and money and influence already to fight against... A Nike or like a big corporation comes into your your, your little baby culture. That's yeah, but like what you said though, off. if Nike if Nike is doing any, is doing all this stuff and Nike is doing all this crazy putting money into it, that provides a dude who was a dope ass break dancer, but he was coming home with four thousand dollars. Now this dude is being able to make a living off of doing what he loves because Nike came in there, because Adidas came in there and said, you know what, we're gonna make this shit real. And all those cats that was breaking and stuff and they wasn't really good, well they gonna fall by the way. Nah, well, okay, 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 but from, from what you just said. Nike come in, give them that money. Okay, let me tell you something though. Before you spend that money, only wear our products, only use our equipment, only do this. Only, don't don't you dare show up. Michael Phelps, what you call? He took a he took a picture with Kayla Ledecky and Simone Biles. It was on. I forgot what. That's magazine. controlling your business though. That's yeah. like an artist making getting a record deal and letting know, the but, label well, pimp them out. So you got to have some kind of business savvy to what you're doing. You got to have a lawyer in there. Probably just won't work with you. What happened? Probably just won't work with you. What do you mean probably don't work with you? I mean, if you're the best, somebody wants you. You're just going to have to come in there and say, okay, yo, you so want my skill set? Look, with the breaking, you're gonna the, have to do the this example you just said for breaking, right? Now, okay, so Nike backs this guy. He's huge. He's, he's a star. Great. But now the culture has changed because we want money like him, right? So we was doing this for fun because he loves it. It was, it was an outlet. Whatever. <clears> Why can't you do whatever. that anymore, though? Why can't you do that anymore? Because it's changed. I need this money. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You said the culture has changed. You said the culture has changed. What keeps you from going in the backyard, throwing down a cardboard box, and doing all your moves? What you, stops you, you from no, doing you, that? No, you, you're going to do that still, but you're doing it differently now. It's how just, are you doing yeah, it differently because of this guy? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how does that dictate how you move if this man's doing it this well, way? Well, I, I would say I would say probably the creativity and the growth yes. is going to be shot because you're no longer looking to invent and become innovative and uh, you know, create these moves. new moves. Now you're just like, oh, I just need to get this clean, this clean. These are all basic, and I'm gonna win, score high, get money. Which is kind of how it is now. You know what I mean? And like, like because when I was teaching teaching you breaking, he was like, well, I'm making up these moves, whatever, whatever. I'm like, I feel you, but you gotta learn this, this, and the third first, or nobody's gonna take you serious. Yeah. Whereas before, you probably could have messed around and came up with some new stuff. Ain't no new moves and breaking like that no more. You gotta get these clean so you can be competitive. And then you can win. And you said there ain't money. no new moves. Yeah, ain't no like new like no new moves, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like no in the seventies, people like this guy accidentally <laughs> rolled on his back and made the windmill. Like that's not happening no more for real. You know what I mean? Yeah, no one's. I mean, so that. what's stopping you and your crew from going in the backyard and making up some? I don't new have moves? time to do that. If I'm about to, if I'm gonna sink time into so this how thing, does this man's actions over here dictate your time? Because he just said it. Like, yeah, you just said it. Now he's no longer focused on just. Creating moves now, he's more focused on just getting his stuff tight. No, 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 no. We're talking about. To, we're I have talking to catch about... up to him now. It's not about. The what you talking about? You got to catch up to him because that's what I'm. That's where the disconnect is. Because like, here's the thing: 
Chief Keith can do all the shit he wants. Chief Keith can mumble on every track. That don't stop me from being a doper lyricist no, than that. that, but that he got more the, money. What do you mean? He's got more nah, money. Let me let me break it down. And we can't use rap because there's no it's all right there's gone. no competition and there's no like real like money like boxing or skating or breaking, right? So let's say give me a give me a good B boy. Who's that dude you always watching? Donkey. Uh, to be fair, they're all in order B. Let's let's go with let's go with let's go with Donkey. Right? Shout out to Donkey. <laughs> right? Lines is on So he Donkey? Dom Key. Dom Key. Oh Dom Dom Key. I thought yeah. his name was Dom. Right? So he's super ill. He's winning a bunch of competitions. Super and he's probably not even like you said, you've seen him do a couple of his moves over and over again. I mean, not to say that he's just like repeating himself, but yeah, but like himself. yeah. Once the videos came out, like you see his style, right? yeah. Okay. And he, you see he's very successful with this style, right? Okay. And, so, and you see how much he's winning, right? Okay. And you're getting into breaking. You're like, oh shit, you can make that much off of winning competitions. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So I'm gonna try to be just as nice as Donkey, so I can win these same competitions or win other competitions and make just as much money as he is. At that point, you're no longer just going in your backyard, just having fun, trying to create stuff. You are trying to get on the same level as this dude who is only doing it for competitions and to win money. Even though that's not the case. Even though, no, no, yeah. Even though, okay, sorry. we're talking about we're talking about some guy who doesn't know anything about it. That's what he. That's what about. this whole conversation. But about. that's what this culture is like. That's what's saying. Like, if, if the culture becomes that, then the person who's coming into this culture assumes that that's the only way to go about it. Is ah, oh, I'm gonna just. Do these certain moves and so you're saying newcomers who don't properly understand what you guys did before are now captivated by this guy they're just captivated by the money in it they're not captivated by this guy or his moves they're more I mean, captivated that's how, by what he's that's making. that's how america works i mean like i'm just trying to like i know that's how it works like i said it at the beginning like if you want to maintain any kind of culture or any kind of equity in anything you have to be somewhat financially invested and if that goes against what your culture is then you're bound to get that Bastardized and lost if you don't have any kind of financial thing into it. I feel you, but like that's just bound to happen. But the, but the point like, is, the point it. is that businesses, like big, like conglomerate, like businesses have way more resources than scrappy kids making stuff up in their backyard and in their basement. So, but when, here's the thing, though: who makes the schools? Because all, if I, um, please, please, please correct me if I'm wrong, but are not all these schools that you can learn breaking at? Are they not independently owned, or is there a chain of schools? I know Alvin Ailey has a lot of them. What? I'm sorry? Alvin Ailey? Alvin Ailey owns a lot of breakdancing schools? Yeah, you got a lot of them in, like, the gyms, like your Equinox or whatever, like... You can find some. The indie. majority, or just like he owns the a lot. majority. Yes, Alvin Ailey owns the majority of breakdancing gyms. Well, I don't know about the majority of breaking dance like gyms. Because I'm talking about breaking specifically. Just breaking. Yeah, where who 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 owns this? Are they not mom and pops, or are they not just like people doing their own thing? I mean, that's a complicated question because you don't really learn breaking in like a studio setting like that. You like if you if you you can get introduced to it th- that way, but there's no real like. Breaking schools. Because I would argue that, you know, I mean? you know, even though it's a different dance style, the way that other dance styles are done, there's typically a school for that. There's typically a ballet school. There's typically a um, a salsa school studio. Sure, break, like, but that's, that's, what, that's what breaking was different because this was a street dance. And I guess what Those I'm, aren't street dances. But here's the thing, though. All of those started out as street dances and they became... Ballet? Actually, yeah, ballet actually was done by lower class people, and then some weird shit happened to it, and it became an upper class thing. But that's a whole other story. The point is, everything started organically, 
and at some point somebody liked it and made it a big thing. So I'm saying that any culture that you actually love and you actually care about, you should be able to look ahead of it and say, wait a minute, how can we put roots in this shit? How can we put equity in this shit so that we control how this stuff is done? How do we do this so that the people who run these dance schools that are teaching this dance that they love so much, how do we te- how do we make it so that they're the ones who dictate what's going on? You do that by you know, not letting companies like Nike in. You do That's it yourself. It. Yeah. Which is you what we did, but once they get in, it's a wrap. You can't compete. Yeah. You keep the mom and pops alive. That's the best way but to I do it. But I think that, you know, I mean, like, we, we live in New York. New York is the king of mom and pops. New York keeps out Walmart. So, I mean, maybe that speaks to your argument. Well, the thing with breaking is that it, it, it's like we said earlier. I don't know if that was on the air or not, but uh, it still exists. You know what I mean? And you still learn it much the same way as you did back in 73 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Where you're going to find people who are doing it seriously and competitively or whatever. You're going to learn with them like in the park or something. You know I mean, you don't go to no class to learn how to do something like that. So you're saying you can't learn in the park anymore? I mean, like, that's that's how life is. I mean, you know. Like, no, I just said just how you learn in the park. I mean, don't get me wrong, because I do get what you're saying. But at least with these, like with these newer kind of subcultures, like breaking skating, these are newer things. Ballets had a long time But I'm saying, to like, it just seems together. like, it seems like yeah. the same thing you're saying is the same thing that happened with, I don't know, punk culture or goth culture. All these things go mainstream. The only way that you can, like, any culture that it's created that is good is gonna go mainstream. That's just, that's just, or it's gonna become to some level where somebody's gonna want to come into it and exploit it for the money. So I'm saying that the only way that you can prevent that is if you find a way to put your own stake in that shit. That's the only way. You're going to have to buy your own parks and say, okay, you can't come to the skate park unless, you know what I mean? Like, and I know it sucks, but I mean, like, that's just how things work. Otherwise, you're inevitably going to go down the same path. Not that it sucks. It's easier said than done. Yeah, that's, it's, you're talking about people like kids, literal kids who are making this stuff up. We don't have money to be, like, building schools and So kids should be evolving, should be evolving and doing the next shit. Like, I mean, like. They don't have time. Like. Breaking kicked off in 73, died off a little bit, and then by 79, it was full-blown, like, in movies and stuff. You know what I mean? It wasn't even consistently a thing during that time, but that's only, what, five or, what, six years? That's six years. If you're six years old or 16 years old... this is Nike's fault? This is the big corporation's fault? Or is this the people that are doing it? Because if the people have been doing it consistently, then they should have figured out somewhere down the line, like, okay, how do we take ownership? How do we get longevity in this? Well, that's what we were talking about last week, where, yeah. you know... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if a, lot of, boxing, a lot of heads didn't do that work, so... And they failed, and that's, that's, that's what happens. If I like boxing and I really care about boxing, when I fucking win my fifth championship or whatever, I'm going to buy me a gym. And I'm going to work with other people who box, and I'm going to make sure they know how to save their money and not spend all that shit on women and booze and shit so they can buy them a gym and they can build up their crews. And they and we can fight against each other and we can continue that spider web going. But that basically has happened already. That's where these little, like, sub-companies have popped up. Because famous skaters, like... So you're saying these sub-companies are mad they can't fight Walmart now? No, it's that once those big corporations come in the picture... They're gonna turn the public eye away, or the culture, the cultural eye away from these companies, and then once they put that brand on it, it's gonna go towards the big corporations. And these little ones that you that you're talking so passionately about, these little mom and pops, they're gonna go and they're gonna die. You gotta do like New York, man. You gotta fight off Walmart, man. That's not always possible. Yeah. Look how look how swiftly we lost hip hop. Look how swift that was. We barely had it figured out, and it was already commoditized. 
We barely have. We still don't have it figured out. And it's look at it's, it's billion dollars. But you know what though? Shout out to people like Chance. Shout out to people like Immortal Technique. Shout out to people like Tech Nine. They're figuring it out. They figured out their business in a business that was already broken. Yeah, sure. But from the jump, we didn't. We had no chance with that. There was no way. You know what I'm saying? Your universals and your your you know whoever was bigger. That was too big. You can't fight that. And it's also tougher to do with something that's like new, like Perry said. Like these these aren't things that are like hundreds of years old. They're like barely thirty four. It years is, old. but I feel like these are new challenges that, in the words of Perry, you're gonna have to figure it out as we go. Because once tides get set, the only thing you can do is fight them. Like if you don't do something actively to prevent it, you're essentially just complaining about it. So what's some solutions for him? I don't know how you can save your shit. All my shit that I like is good. Hip hop is good. I mean, to an extent. I mean, that's not, all not, now, you're set, not, now you're putting preferences on it. Like, oh, if I like it, then that means it's okay. No, no, no. I mean, because, like, hip-hop is hip hop is what it is. I mean, I can find artists that I like, and they're easily accessible. Now, I mean, what, what, what are we saying? Hip-hop isn't good. So, like, you know what I mean? That's a different conversation. Now we're talking about the quality of the art product. Now we're talking about how far it's been removed. That's a bigger thing. But at the end of the day... I'm the culture person. Yeah. Hip hop culture. I mean, like hip hop culture. Like I am hip hop culture, so I'm good. You know what I'm saying? The people I hang out with, they are hip hop culture. They good. If I call them my boy, what's up? Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say you see, and that's probably the, that's the issue right there. That's why nobody did anything about it. Cause if they're thinking all in that individual mindset, they're just like, oh no, it's, it didn't change for me. I'm cool. Culture but as good. a collective mindset, it's like. That's but you're not thinking as a collective right now. What you're saying is like, yo, it ain't no difference to me. It's cool. I'm good. The yeah, the culture's good. I'm, I'm good. You said I'm hip hop. Yeah, that's, and and I'm good. good. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you bring up these things that are art forms it's more difficult to define because you don't have a definition from it. you have an idea of what it is you have a rough uh template for it but it's 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 hard to define that's the same thing with hip-hop whereas if you have something tangible like uh fucking football or like boxing like at the end of the day it's like yo i can fight like if you get in the ring with me you're gonna see what i can do and i can see what you can do and that's it with things like breaking or whatever, like it's different. So maybe there is a huge disconnect there. But everything that I follow, it's like, yo, you can measure this shit. You can compete against someone and you can see who's the better one. Whereas all this stuff we're going against is, oh, yeah, you did this well, but you did this well. And it's too yeah, many Yeah, but you're variables. talking about com competition. This ain't really the, about that. It's about like culture. Culture. It's about culture. And even if we talk competition, I don't think there's any Cause way. Because my, my culture is competition. I mean, shit. I feel like the battle of the fittest, man. So I'm the fittest. So yeah. If, Other than boxing. I don't think there's any one way to measure like hip hop or rap, like who's better or. That's what I'm saying. Or... So it's like, I don't know. Like I just feel like, you know, Lupe is always gonna be there. You know what I mean? Like you're always gonna no, have. Not. He retired. Yeah, or so he says. He said he's gonna retire like ten years ago. But the point is, there's always gonna be dope rappers. Like they're not gonna fall by the way. Like once people get tired of this mumble rap, you're gonna have another wave, and everybody's gonna try to be lyrical again. Like it works in cycles. But those sure. are dope rappers now. What happened? Those mumblers are dope rappers. No, fucking Kendrick is dope rapper. Fucking J. Cole is dope rapper. Fucking today, Chance the Rapper today, is dope rapper. And if we go five years without one, then no. We won't. That, that won't be a dope rapper. That'd be old. But I'm saying that consistently there's always been an undercurrent of lyricism. Whether it's been pushed underground, whether they make it to the mainstream. That's just how music is. I mean, but sometimes right, when, you focus when, on when this. But when they sneak up on you and all of a sudden it's not no more, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Now we done lost something. You know what I mean? And you can argue it's our fault, whatever, whatever. And I, was, I said what I said last week, where it's like, yo, the fans, you got to step up. 
and learn about this, whatever. You know what I mean? But you you saying that now, but I what, mean, but like happen? with hip hop though, like it happened already. You can name five rappers right now, can't you? All of us probably could. Name me five dope DJs right now. Name me five dope writers right now. I can't even name no writers right now. I mean, B boys. You know what I'm saying? You said name me five dope writers. Like graffiti writers, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this that, that was. But I don't follow. You know what I mean? I don't follow art like that, though. If I follow art, I would. But be if you follow hip hop, you would know that. But that goes back to the conversation that we had about the tree, dude. Like, hip hop has splintered in many different directions. So it's a Nas, Amaro Technique, Lupe, J, M. Like any of your top rappers, they know what that is. They, they know, know what it is. is, but they're not debating with you that yes, they've done it. They've done graffiti. Nas has done graffiti. Immortal Technique does graffiti. Immortal Technique started as a graffiti writer. Yeah. He did graffiti before he rapped. You know what I mean? Like, that's how the culture used to work, where you just did all of this stuff because it was all hip-hop. Now, you got these dude mumble rappers or whatever coming in, and they just going to rap because they want they want to make money. So you saying Chief Keef should have did the mural before he started mumbling? Uh, he probably wouldn't have mumbled if he did some graffiti. <laughs> I mean, like, I he get what you're saying, but that. it's like... Shit evolves, man. Like shit that is evolves. not immortal evolution, te- Rob. Immortal technique is not going around here telling you like, yo, you gotta know how to be boy. You gotta know how to do all this. He's like, yo, no, man, but be he's a dope but, rapper. But, but what did he say on that brilliant, brilliant idiots episode? He talked about the fifth element of hip hop, knowledge. Right? Knowledge is the one that is most lost of out of all of them. That's real. Because nobody knows about the rest of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking about culture right now, right? When you're talking about knowledge, though, more so knowledge of self, not knowledge of, like... No, but that's a, knowledge that's a fifth, of your history. That's the fifth... That's, this is your history. If, if skating goes to the Olympics in 2020, and by 2045, the culture is completely different or so, like, heavily commercialized that we don't recognize it, we wouldn't recognize it from our perspective now, you can call it evolution, probably, but you can probably look at it and be like, hmm... You guys don't know what's going on here. like. Yeah, but that's the exact same way that a salsa dancer would come if you were to resurrect somebody from 1700. They'd be like, that's not why we salsa danced. Why are there all white people in this room? Like, I, mean, you know I would say that's, that's probably a bad like, thing. I'm just thinking that you're confusing like evolution. You're making it more... You're looking at the profit side only. Because like, the way work, at least the way I'm seeing it, like it's not evolution. It's, like, it's becoming a deformed version of itself. It's not becoming something that started out as like you know carefree and something that i could chill with it's becoming more like i go to if i like in the future once the olympics is finished like i go in a skate park and then it's like yo bro why are you here and like oh i just want to skate it's like nah bro like we're, we're doing something right now we're trying to collab we're trying to prepare for the next tournament or competition i'm like what the hell are you talking about it's a skate park it's like sorry bro like we rented it out or something like Come on, that's like that's stupid. Well, like, well, like I said, well, like I said, like I said, okay, when you close access, that's one thing, but all these other things you can't. Access. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's part of all. I think you're just confusing evolution with deformation. You're thinking that just because everybody's moving towards it and money is growing, that it's a good thing, but it's not a good thing. Yeah. Because then you're losing bits and pieces that made it what it was. That what these people are riding off on and changing. That's not what it's supposed to be. It's, like, it's what you think it's turning into. Well, like, like I said, like, though, apply like, that to hip hop, though, because like I said, skateboarding, you literally. Okay, well, look, I got you with both. Else. I got go you with both. Go ahead, go ahead. You got your ollie, right? And then you got your trade flip. Okay. That's that's evolution right there. No. Yes, it is. For yeah, sure. it's it's a similar move, but this is way more complex and different. Okay. And, and trade and, flip is more difficult than an ollie. Okay. 
Yeah. That's what you're saying, okay. Breaking. You got your flare, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get your air flare, mm-hmm. which is now in the Olympics, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that was tight when I saw it. I mean, okay. not tight, but... Okay, okay. okay. I'm listening. You got your I'm air following. flare, right? That's evolution. That's evolution. Okay. Okay, so with rap, mm-hmm. you got your rock hymns, your mm-hmm. nods, whoever. People really like working on their couplets and all that stuff, like bars, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got you. And then you get Little Boat. You get Chief Keef. Lil Yachty. Whoever. Lil Yachty. Lil Murder or whatever. Yeah, you get one of these guys. Okay. When you get to the point that, you know, whoever somebody values the little Yachty or whoever more than they value the Nas and all them, that something happened to the culture now. I'm not sure it's a good thing. And probably it's not a good thing. And change is not always a good thing. Growth. That's different. Growth mm-hmm. is fine. And we can grow within the culture. Once it gets too far somebody away, somebody not somebody thinking that Lil Yachty or whatever is more valuable than that, I would dismiss them as an ignorant fuck. And once there's there a lot of more than, once there's a lot of ignorant fucks, well then shit that goes back to what well, what did these other guys do wrong? They didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Victim plan. <laughs> what 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 didn't you do? Nas. What did Nas, P Diddy, and those cats do wrong? What did they do? They gave their music to Apple. Where's job? No, but seriously though, like it goes back to like at some point you gotta be smarter because you will get victimized. You're right. Like I, I see what you're saying, but like the way that the world works, if you create something and it's good, if you don't figure out how to take ownership of that, it will get exploited, regardless of what it is. I mean, it's a fine line because you also want to grow. I mean, if you, you got- do want to grow, but it's it's a matter of <clears throat> figure it out, man. Figure it out. That's what you told me. I guess. Perry telling me to figure it out, man. Figure it out, Perry. But no, nah, I mean, like I said, though, like all the shit that I fucks with, be it hip hop, like, yo, when Chief Keef does, I will show you that I can write better than Chief Keef. I will sit down and write you 16 bars that are way more technical than that man has ever and done. How valuable were those bars? What happened? How valuable are those bars? Because the mumble of Chief Keef, where's the, here's 20, the thing, here's 20 million views. I remember, I remember I started being mad pissed off in my English class. When we would learn about fucking Robert Frost and we would learn about fucking all these fucking poetic writers and shit of the 1700s and whatnot. But you bring me a motherfucker like Tupac. You bring me a motherfucker like Nas. You bring me a motherfucker like Tech Nine who does all these metaphors, similes, alliterations and double entendres better than you. And you telling me that this shit is garbage, but you telling me Robert Frost is the shit. Who said I have that? a problem Whoever with that. Whoever said that? English teachers. I mean... Like, so I feel like this issue is something that so, will always exist. So so and that's your basis for why this evolution and Robert Frost is now whack or something? Robert Frost is kind of garbage, but that's another story. Uh, I don't know. Okay, Walt <laughs> Whitman. Walt Whitman's whack. I'm talking shit. He ain't got bars? I'm t- he ain't got bars. He ain't got bars. I just think like you, Robert Frost don't got bars to be for real though. I just think you're equating with Robert Frost don't got no bars, what? man. If Nas and Robert Frost were to get into a rap battle, I just think done. bars was, it's it's done. was a thing back then. That's what I'm saying. My, man just, my man just sitting in his little nightstand, like like doing the that. cold wind blows exactly. as the wind is cold. I'm, I'm like, like, yo, Nas killing you on that shit, man. He I'm like, no, no, no. But first of all, I think you're equating like quality based on what you like. I'm like, but 
if, if they're just following what was set up, then yeah, they're good. Like, <laughs> Robert Frost don't got bars. <laughs> Robert Frost don't got bars. I'm he like, can't fuck with no rappers. You're not supposed right to look now. at Robert Frost. that episode, right? I look at him like Betchy. I look no, at no. this. I look at this. Like you telling me what is poetry? Nas is poetry. My dude. Eminem is my poetry. Dude. What's yeah, up? Robert Frost is not supposed to be dropping bars. He's a poet though. They all poets. But and this not, poet is better than that poet. And no, when we get to the I, point, I will say that when we rap, get to the point when this mumble poem is better than this dope ass lyrical shit. That's a problem. Yeah, Robert Frost would come out. No, I will say that like like what Nas and Pac them do is is, is an evolution. It is of a, what, what, what Whitman and Frost them it's did. It's a huge right? evolution of that shit. That don't mean it's whack though. Like, you you trying? No, to... no. So you, you coming up here with a Model T? You coming up here in a Model T talking about respect the Model T? It's the first car. Bitch, I'm in a Corvette. Fuck that's your Model preference. T. It's over. That's pre- it's over. Why Fuck you your like, Model T. Why you like Corvette better? Corvette faster, more efficient. It's all the above. It's overall quantitative better product. Your Model T is cool. It was good then. It's innovative. Give it its credit. But you know what? We not driving Model Ts, and we ain't going back to that shit. Respect the evolution. You wouldn't be here for my first Model T. Exactly. <laughs> I said I respect the evolution. <laughs> no, you didn't. You just said it was whack. You said it was corny. You said fuck Robert Frost. He ain't got no bars. Robert Frost don't got bars. He's square Robert one. Robert Frost had bars back then. He's, now he, he don't. He is square like, one. Now. now he don't. Exactly. Well, again, now you're looking, you're looking at preference. You're looking Relevancy at. Matters. You're looking at. I listen to Nas, therefore, like I like his shit. But like Robert Frost isn't Nas level, so therefore he he irrelevant. Like he don't got the he bars. He didn't even like, make that's music. Preference. Respect. He, he didn't even. Robert Frost didn't make music. He made, he made poetry. poetry. I look at Nas as a poet. That's why I love Nas, but I hate his beats. Ninety nine point nine percent of Nas, I'm like, yo, dude, Where your beats doing? suck ass. Does Nas slander now? <laughs> I'm talking about his beats. His First bars, his bars him. is dope. First he defended his me. Bars, he's I'm talking about him as a now poet. He's ass. I'm, I'm talking ass. about him as a poet. I nah, said his nah, beats nah, are nah, ass. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, I you said his beats are ass. way too late. It don't matter. I'm gonna keep it real. It don't matter. Nas, Nas beats be questionable. Nas, Nas has some very questionable beats, but his lyrics you cannot talk shit on. But his lyrics is on point. But. Okay, look, as far as the po- poetic form, yes, you can consider that an evolution. I will argue that it's such a departure, though, that it's a different art form altogether. And that's fine, because poetry still is, exists and is very strong, right? But if people stop rapping, like, just stop rapping and get up here and, like, sneeze. <laughs> they, just, they just stop rapping? They're going to stop. Yo, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I love Earl Sweatshirt, right? I love Earl Sweatshirt. And 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 uh, Mac Miller and all these dudes, right? But sometimes they sound mad tired and like they don't want to be here. <laughs> so I'm I'm afraid that eventually, like on Vince Staples' latest uh, EP, Frank Prima Donna, dope dope EP. But he's got this like interlude at the end of the songs where he's like singing and whatever. It's like he sounds like he's singing himself to sleep. And it's like okay, what if you actually fall asleep? <laughs> and that's the record. Like, Maybe that's the point. Maybe it's like yo, you just listen to this dope ass album, and now I'm gonna put you to sleep so you can think on it. But you ain't think about that, Perry. You ain't think about that, Perry. Stop Perry. yourself right there. Boy. Maybe he wanted to put you to sleep. You nitpicking this too much. <laughs> He's like, that has to be an explanation. Something has to be like, not. Nah, but I mean, like, and to be fair, and to be fair, you quoted, you actually said you like Young Thug. I do like Young Thug. Thug is real. You like Young Thug, and after you talk about all this slander, I like Young Thug for what he is. Now, if Young Thugs becomes more valuable to hip hop audience than Nas and Lupe, then I'm like, all right, wait. The quality is very important, guys. Young Bucks cool for a, a specific environment, a, a, a time. He's I would a time argue. For that. I would argue, like Cassidy said, give them a new category, let them do their own thing, and let lyricists be lyricists. Lyricists ain't going nowhere. It is coming back, which means it went somewhere. 
No. I would say it's... When you say it's coming back, that's... From 03 to maybe 2010, it's been gone. I would even probably go a little earlier than that. 03? Or did you go, like, 2000? Yeah. Probably 2000. I mean, because, like, Cats was still making, like... Because here's the thing, though. People didn't stop making lyrical hip-hop. It just wasn't... Nobody cared about it. Audiences didn't care about it. Exactly. Your quote-unquote true hip-hop fans cared about it. How many of them was there? I'm writing a story right now at work. I saw the, the, the number of platinum albums. Like, you had, like, 30 or something like that in, like, 95 or something like that. You know what I'm saying? 2005, you had six... Dog, oh, come on, man. You and I Six. both know that the music industry and downloading shit plays heavy into that. So, like, that's... We're bringing in other factors now. You can't factor in album sales, too. True, but that... I mean, the piracy... This has always been the thing with hip-hop. People don't value hip-hop very much because piracy affects all music. That's albums. what I'm saying. But, yeah, everybody's But, 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 but sales album sales didn't just, like, disappear for other genres like they did for hip-hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a separate discussion. And, and, that is a separate discussion. And even early on, they always had the... You could bootleg the CD, like you. Right. Could, you could always so buy I said it. Pirates. Which I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like at the end of the day, like Eminem has bars. Like there's not gonna stop being Eminems. Will they be as in the spotlight? No, that's gonna shift. That's gonna shift. I will argue that there's not gonna be a time where like. Hmm. I would argue that there's not gonna be a time when people aren't still writing bars. People are always gonna write bars. Now what their relevancy is gonna be, that's debatable. But nobody's just going to say, man, I'm not even writing lyrical shit no more. Like, no, it's always going to be cats like that. Because it, once you get to the point where everybody's just mumbling, you're going to have a dude that comes through with the right style, with the right beats, and he's going to crush all those mumble rappers. For who? If if we if I grew up listening to mumble rap, why would I care what Nas is doing? Or another lyrical rapper? Why would I want to hear that? That's not what I'm used to no more. That ain't, that ain't the culture as I know it now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, that's a lot of different things. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, our parents were crying and scared because we don't listen to Motown, but we listen to hip-hop. So, what are you saying? Uh, our kids know. are going to listen to something different. <laughs> no, but, like, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, you're talking about what you grew up listening to. Like, I'm sure we would both agree that, yo, our parents did never liked hip-hop. Our parents never didn't understand hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm, all the above. They didn't like it, and they didn't care no, to, and they didn't understand it. They liked it. They just didn't like whatever form of hip-hop was going and People People there. hung up on the cursing. It was yeah. That's what I'm saying. They really got caught up on that shit. It was a cultural thing, but I'm saying, like, my, my, my point was that the identity is now lost, right? If in 50 years, nobody's spinning like Nas, and everybody's spinning like, you know, whoever, the Yachi or But whatever, it you know can still be done, and I guess, yeah, like... Yeah, but, but it's not valuable anymore. And I guess value is very sure, difficult because sure how do you manipulate value? I mean, like, that's like the stock market. Like, value gets manipulated. That's and the hip-hop, world we live in. Knowledge. That's how you do that. That's how you keep the value going with knowledge. Educate the people, the people, like, the heads, the fans, everybody. Everybody needs to know what's going on so we all know what's good. And then we can, then you can grow and, you know, evolve, whatever, whatever. Just like I said last week. I agree. Knowledge is definitely very important. I would never disagree with that. But, but there is no but. I agree knowledge is important, but I feel like at the end of the day... That's about... <laughs> nah, I mean, here's the thing. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is value. So, I mean, there's knowledge in, there's power in keeping people ignorant. So, what do you do? You educate people. But you don't just sit here and say, No, my culture's leaving me. Oh, no, they're changing things. I'm powerless. I don't believe in that victim shit. I just don't. Well, I'm sorry. Victim shit. 
<laughs> that victim should have, oh my God, they're bastardizing my culture. It's getting taken away. Like, no, it's do a, something about it. It's a matter shit. of fact. And this, at a point, there's. Do something about that shit. What are you supposed to do? What the hell? Well, like, no, no, no. They're... Get out there and write some bars. Get out there and spin on some cardboard and show people this is what breaking is. That ain't gonna do nothing. That's that's like yeah. the same concept. Well, then concede to your defeat. Shit. <laughs> what? What? Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Thank God. That's the same. Like what you're saying. Like go out and do stuff. That's that same concept where it's like if a guy came around like. If a guy like Jesus came around in modern day and did the same stuff, no one's gonna listen to him because there's a different concept. There's a different perception. So now, if you oh, you just brought in Jesus this way. What? Shout out to Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. But Jesus like, what are you Christ? No, 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 what are you no, saying? No, like, what is Jesus doing? Like, no, 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 no. when is he coming? You said that if they, if you wanna like. Jesus tried to change the culture. I killed him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not ready. Is that your point? Like, <laughs> no, yo. Jesus tried to change his culture. Look what you did to him. <laughs> no, no. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What I'm saying was you said that, like, if you feel that your culture changing, you go out there, like, you put down cardboard, you dance on it, like, you go around skating. And you get equity show. in that shit. Okay, that's what I was saying at the beginning. Go ahead. I don't know. But if that same concept were to apply from, like, I brought Jesus, but you can use any type of other, like, person like just get someone who knew the culture and then do that do what you said and bring it back here there's a different perception of it because now the public eye is like looking at this new stuff and they think that's what it is so you, now they're going to think that you're the change so there's going to be a lot of headbutting there. well there's always going to be headbutting because i mean look at america you say chinese food you know most people think general so and fucking compound chicken that's a bad you, thing though that's a bad thing but you know what chinese people said hey you know what Americans think that this is Chinese food. We're going to sell them that. We're going to make money off of this shit. Booyah. I mean, they still make their own shit in the back. If you come in there and you want some fucking duck blood soup, nine times out of ten, they got that shit. But it's a matter of, yo, if you want Chinese food, your idea of Chinese food, they'll give you your idea of Chinese food. But when they people come in there, they'll give them their idea of Chinese and food. that's okay? I think, yeah, they fucking adopted, adapted to that shit. They fucking was like, yo, we're not going to sit here and complain like, oh, no, the Americans are taking my coat. They say, you know what? All right, you know what? We're going to take ownership of this. So if this is what okay, you want, you can argue that we did that. That's an entirely and different category. I don't think that's adaption and definitely because it's like that's not. Yeah, they don't own that shit. They just Chinese say, people own that shit. Yes, they, they do. No, I'm saying they secluded to the American thought of like that's Chinese food. They didn't try to fight against it and brought. All but why? That's what I'm saying. Why would they fight against that and say, no, you eat this duck blood soup when nine times out of ten Americans is going to throw up over that shit. So they're going to make their duck blood soup for themselves and feed you the shit that you want. That's the perfect balance of that shit. It really is. I disagree. They make their shit for themselves. And I don't mean shit like shit. I'm sorry. They make their food for themselves and then they feed you what you want to be fed. They got the both sides of that. That's a perfect industry right there. I mean, that's, there's like, no that, culture in that, I can't speak to what the... It's Chinese yeah, culture. Like, no, 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 it's not. That's, that's, that, that's a different concept because now you're talking about like them bringing their food here like way back when when you know Chinese immigrants actually started coming in history class when they actually started coming in all they had were stuff like what we eat now they had rice bowls they had chicken because it was easy to move around with they didn't mm -hmm. have these giant cauldrons that they make their actual mm -hmm. food with mm -hmm. and the Americans like oh yo that looks good let me mm -hmm. get it mm -hmm. but that's not the culture but that you know what but you know what though it's not the culture but you know what they capitalize on that shit and I'm saying okay okay but no no but it's we like need it's, to capitalize that's on what you just said it's, it's not the culture so their culture wasn't being affected it was just like oh it looks food you want it here pay for it that's that wasn't their culture, and I'm saying this that's is what an you actual do with these no, 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 but this is an actual culture that's being targeted. 
what, what we use in with Chinese food. Food is culture. What but that wasn't that wasn't their food. food. That was just work food. That's like you bring a box lunch to work and like, is that your culture? Is that the American culture? You bring a box lunch to work? What's in that box, that food in there, is that what defines America? A lot like of people would argue that food is culture. So it's like No, but I'm but saying... But it's not the same as like... My fault. It's not the same mm-hmm. as, you know... Hip hop or or, or 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 subculture like a hip hop or a skating where these things like you can't package and like just mistake this for something else. You know what I'm saying? Like if you rapping, you rapping. We know you rapping. You know what I mean? If what I'm saying is if we get to the point where we don't call that rap anymore or we don't know what rap is anymore, then that's a problem. Okay, we know that Chinese people have you know their own food. You know what I mean? And they have a huge industry here that's Chinese food. So that's not the same as like life as a Chinese person. Like, that's not to say... Your culture is not just... Just like hip-hop isn't the same as life as a black person. I'm not saying that it is. I'm talking about if you're a hip-hop person, then there are things about that life and that culture that, you know, are, are, are for lack of a better word, they're under attack right now. And they have been from, like I said, from the jump. And a lot of those aspects <coughs> of your culture and your life have been commoditized and bastardized and you can't get ownership of it anymore because it's gone already. And it's so far gone that, you know, you got your Drakes and stuff now. You know what I mean? So far gone challenge? I know, right? Like, now oh this dude's talking shit about Drake. Like, I ain't talking about Drake. I mean, like, he's talking fine. talking shit on Drake. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. You did you did say that you don't understand the appeal of Drake. I'm talking about, like, qualitatively. Yeah. I, ain't, I don't care. Like, as a, I would never dispute that he don't belong here, like, in hip-hop. I ain't saying that. But I'm saying... Because we're not disagreeing on knowledge, but I think that my biggest thing is, okay, what do you do about it? Like, if your shit is under attack by a tidal wave, like, you either figure out how to fight the tidal wave or you figure out how to float and blend in with that shit. And And I think rappers did it to a large extent, but you lost a lot when they did this. We gained a lot, gained a lot of money. We lost a lot of something else. And like I said, that goes back to figuring out how to get equity. That's been my strongest point since this whole thing. If you don't figure out how to take equity in that shit and have some type of ownership on it, you're going to fall for the tidal wave regardless. So you could either fall and drown or you could float on that shit. And how do you gain that equity? How do you gain that equity? How would, how would you gain that equity? Well, like I said, in skater culture, I mean, like, honestly, like, from just the outside looking in, like I said, I would invest in other skaters and say yo let's have these parks let's have parks that we make sure are free you know what i mean like if it don't cost us nothing to do this let's take some of that championship money make sure there's always an open park in la make sure it's always an open park in new york and make sure it's two make sure it's three some skaters have done this and shout many, out to them many skate, many, shout many, out to many, them like i don't know whenever i whenever i reference this person my friends they always like they always like go off on me but like Rob Deerdeck, <laughs> like which one call? Like, he's opened up a ton of skate parks, and that's what I'm like, saying. That's what yeah. you should do. Like, that's how you maintain equity in that shit. Okay, but I'm I'm just saying like he did that out of pocket because he could, but not a lot of skaters are on that same level. And because he not all these. But here's the thing though, I don't mean to cut you off. But let me just say this: okay. not a lot of skaters have that ability. And before skaters had that ability, there weren't skate parks. You know what I mean? Like skate parks came with some sort of popularity to that shit. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, at some point, there were no skate parks, period. So, as skaters get better, they should figure out, like, okay, wait a minute. 
if this if the people at the top, they should be like, okay, if this shit could soon be under attack, let's figure out how to preserve skate parks. And more, I would argue that more skaters should have done what Rob Deerdeck did. And because they didn't, we're in the same situation as we are with hip hop. And people have to understand that moving forward, moving forward, when we get stake in something, we need to figure out how to be the Rob Deerdecks of the world. We need to figure out how to be the next, um, how to be arguably the Puffies, but more so how to get equity in where this shit is going. Because if you don't do that, your culture is going to get bastardized and you're going to keep you, on getting raped. Like, it's not that I, I disagree with that because I don't. It's just that when you are trying to apply that practically, you're not up against another Rob Deerdeck. You're up against Universal Records. So you're going to be puff, puffy all day, but you still got to work with Universal Records and they're bigger than you. They're yeah. older than you. They're bigger than you? And they have way more power and pull than you do. You cannot fight that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, these Rob Deerdecks or, or Puffy, like, they're just one guys in these And I'm saying that collectively they need to work together. Because here's the thing. At the end of the day, if you have the best of the best working together, and this is where a lot of things are wrong, and this is, like, part of, like, where black businesses really, as a whole, because this is what I'm speaking from as far as black businesses and just in general. If you have the best of the best working together and you're the only people who can produce this shit, you could go up against anybody because at the end of the day, they can't create anything as good as you. For example, if Floyd Mayweather were to come back to fighting and somebody's like, oh, Floyd can't fight, Floyd can't fight or whatever, Floyd could set up his own, some type of league. Actually, boxing did do this with the IB, oh, fuck, WC, whatever. It's, it's actually a boxing organization that was set up because boxing had become a good old boy club and shit. And essentially, boxers went over there and said, all right, you know what? We're going to fight over here because you guys don't want to fight. So if you keep the best of the best in the talent pool and they work together and say, we're going to take ownership of this shit, then you're going to be able to go up against the universals. Because at the end of the day, they're not going to be able to produce a better view. But you know what? They will try anyway, and they might just be successful. Like they did with Elvis. You know what I mean? Like they did with a bunch of musicians. Like they tried doing with your Iggy's and whoever. And yeah, like I said, the next one's going to be stronger. They're going to keep getting stronger. And eventually, we can't fight them off no more. Man. We're just going to lose it. I told you, man. Bring it to my door. I'll send you bodies. Bring it to me. I'll send you bodies, man. What? That's how I go, man. The next threat that arises, we will send them bodies. Nobody, them? That's how you got to come. Should we call the cops? Like? <laughs> no, nah, seriously, though. Like, I feel like the heads of organizations, the heads of cultures, need to. there needs to be unity. And a lot of reasons why these cultures get taken <clears> over <throat> is because there's not unity amongst the heads who are organizing this shit. You have to think of this but shit you as understand a business. What, but you, you understand what, what happened with like, an Iggy, for instance. What happened with her was you had a lot of hip-hop leadership co-signer, which was whatever, but you had a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, that that's a problem in itself. Right? But you had a lot of people that was like, yo, this is this is not this is not dope. And it was her fans that kept her going. And her fans was, were not invested in hip hop enough to care. They just like, I like this music. Why y'all so mad? You know what I mean? And that's what happens with Iggy. <clears throat> like I, I get what you're saying, like another one could come, but like Well. Another one will come. Another one. Regardless, but like I said, every year. Like, I mean, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Yes, Elvis straight up pimped the fuck out of black music. But you cannot dispute his talent. I mean, Eminem is fucking amazing. You cannot dispute Eminem's talent. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Wait, you said hold up. You can't. No, 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 no. Hold up. Hold up. What's up? Do you know what this dude did with his music, Elvis? He stole that shit. Okay, so yeah. He sings well, though. He sings what he does. Okay, the finishing product of the music. The finishing product of the music. You're going to tell me that the finishing product didn't sound good. I mean, hold up, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. That's a leading question right there. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. If I'm watching this dude Donkey break, right? And he's nice. Okay. It's no thing for me to watch his video, study up, learn it, perfect it, and go out and do the same thing. And if I reach another audience than Donkey does, a wider audience, then yes, I'm, somebody would say I'm good at what I'm doing. 
But this is donkey stuff. Donkey's moves. You know what I mean? Donkey should have took better ownership of his shit. Donkey don't got the reach. He is actively being shut out by the majority. He cannot take that goes back to That goes back to where the factory is shit, though. So, like I said. What? The what? That goes back to where the factory What we talked about last episode when the we factory. were talking about black music and black culture being the factory of this shit. So, you know what? Yes, if we get to a point where there's a bunch of white people going... At some point, if black people get actively shut out, like... Don't make music for them. Like, do your own shit. Like, do what they did with the bebop or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, but, but, so- but you understand, now it's a business. Now it's people's income. It's their livelihood. I need to make... I need to eat. I get what so you're saying. I get do. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But at the end of the day, if you're making music, take ownership of this shit. Sure, but my point is, now that it's a business, right? Mm-hmm. I can't take ownership or whatever because it's already gone or whatever. They cloned it, whatever. I can't, I can't compete. I still need to eat, so I'm going to make this music for whatever so I can pay my bills. We are bills. mad carried over, by the way, because I started this late. But go ahead, finish. Mm-hmm. Well, last one, yeah, they, they, they uh, for me. They, I, I try and, you know, compete whatever I can. So I'm just going to bend and do what they said. My arguments this whole night have been, let's not get to the point, that point in the first place. You know what I'm saying? And how do you not get to that point? You cannot because when you start, point. when you start, you need to take equity in your shit. And that has been my point this whole way. Because you're right, there will be waves, there will be others, but if you from the jump don't have any equity, you're setting yourself up for failure. That has been my point. Anybody else closing thoughts? Kevin for Static Shock. Oh. Yeah, Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sigma Gaming. Ooh, Sigma, Sigma, Sigma Gaming Plug. Spell that out for them. S-I-G-M-A Gaming. Like, it's not, it's not How hard. do you spell gaming? I thought you went to school. You should know this. Damn! <laughs> thought you went to Columbia, dog. Nah, I didn't go to school. I didn't go to school. I mean, school. I keep real. It took me a long time to know how to spell gaming. I'm from Chiefs, man. I'm bad. I mean, I'm bad at spelling, and I went to public school. You ain't got no. You ain't got no funny letters in there. You ain't got no fours or some shit. I don't know how your generation spells stuff. So I gotta ask. Just capitalize the S and capitalize the G. This way. So. Wait, are you are you considered a millennial? or are You like Generation uh, Z? I'm Generation Z. You're Generation Z. That's what I'm saying, man. They're different. Generations. I I've been. I make sure to attach myself to like, to you know, good roots. I don't like do other stuff. I didn't know there was a way of judging. I don't know that there was like a, a sheet yeah. that told you. They have like it's it's so variable that it's it's pointless. Yeah, but, but essentially, like, I, I would say that we're all comfortably millennial. Like, like Devin probably won't be a millennial. It'll be something else. Like your guys' kids aren't gonna be millennials. It'll be something else. And with that being said, thanks for listening to the Buck Report. A couple of young black urban professionals talking about all this shit, all this shit. That you're afraid to talk about. That you're afraid to talk about. But you know what? I will say, take equity in your shit. Don't be a passive uh, advocate because your shit will get stolen from you and you will feel some type of way. And all you did was complain. So take equity in that shit while you still can. Peace. You ready to get the last word?